Wake Up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. Water levels along the Ottawa River are expected to rise this week, leading to flooding in several areas. A flood warning has been issued for the lower Ottawa River from Armprior to Hawkesbury. The river could rise as much as one meter in the next three days. Conservation authorities say levels will remain below historic flooding levels we saw in 2017 and 2019, though. The city says it has 527,000 empty sandbags at the ready. The Public Service Alliance of Canada is officially threatening a strike for 155,000 public servants. Union President Chris Aylward says that if no deal is reached with the federal government by 9 p.m. tonight, all workers will be instructed to walk off the job tomorrow. Elward says talks between the union and treasury board are ongoing, but the two sides remain far apart on wages that keep up with inflation, job security, and the return to office policy. Talks also resume Monday between the government and 35,000 Canada Revenue Agency employees. And finally, you'll be paying a lot more to fill up the gas tank starting tomorrow. Experts say the price will rise eight cents a liter. This is apparently due to the switch from winter to summer gasoline. This would put the price in Ottawa at $1.64.9 a liter. That would be the highest price since November 15th. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. So I've been getting my hair cut for years at a place that's just not that expensive. Yeah. It's nice. My son and I get in and out for 30 bucks, And uh, he's 13 now, and he's a lot more concerned with how everything is put together, fashion, and especially his hair. That's well, a very important hair age. Yeah, and I think he's been having secret talks with mom because suddenly mom's instructing me to mm-hmm. go somewhere else. Okay. So uh, Louise says, oh, I saw a new place on Innis. You guys should go. Yeah. It's, it's called Cult. Check it out. And I was like, okay, but what's Why? wrong? Yeah. Why? <laughs> She's like, I just think you should go there. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So basically I've been told... To take his highness to uh, <laughs> the, a, a better hair place. So, and this place is more expensive than the regular place you go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, a lot. So <laughs> we get there. And first of all, let me just say, um, the salon or spa type experience is very different. A barbershop is just like a couple of chairs. Yeah, yeah. This is not. This, you get in, first thing, it smells amazing. Yeah, that's part of the part of the experience, Jeff. The music's so good, I ask what playlist it is. <laughs> It's just like all my jams from the 2000s. So the regular place you go to uses a vacuum to get the little hairs off. Yeah. This place uses a soft feathered <laughs> brush, Honest right? God. Honestly, it's unbelievable. They're pulling out tools I've never seen. Okay. Uh, like, So he's cutting my son's hair, and he, there's like this this sculpting that's going on. He's putting in something called volumizing dust. <laughs> what? Ooh. It's like, like I'm in the land of the fairies. You're like, uh, excuse me, how, how much is that? Right? I'm like, <laughs> right? Oh Do you have God. to pay for every single one of the things that's happening? Yeah, he finishes up. <laughs> Up with my kid and he gets off the barber chair he looks like he's ready to model his hair in a magazine oh wow he looks amazing so i jump in the chair and i'm like i can't wait to look that good yeah. and the guy's like there's only so much i can do anyway <laughs> he works and it, it's like it you know there's a lot more happening it takes a lot longer but the finished product with razor cut for the neck hairs i mean Ooh. attention to details second to none yeah cut free by the way right What's that? Cut free. That's right, of course. Blood not free. Not even a razor burn. He's like, would you like aftershave? Anyway, the whole thing, the conversation's even better. Everything oh, about it. Oh, okay. So you do get your money's worth. Yeah. It, it's incredible. I mean, we're out of there for then for 72 bucks, generous tip. Um, and we're done. And for like, 72 bucks for the two of you? Yeah. 
Okay, and just to give women some sort of framework here, that's expensive. Remember, the two of us get it for thirty with tip in normally, oh, right. okay. which is insane. Right. Okay, that's, that's. I don't even know how those guys do anything. No wonder they like. <laughs> that's, anyway, that's like a two for one, right? I think chicken breast is more expensive. <laughs> so the two of us are walking out, and like you've never seen peacocking like this. Yes. We're so freaking proud of how awesome. our hair looks. Like, oh man, and he's like, yeah, they were really good in there, Dad, and like what, like just like the whole it. vibe is better lighting like he's 13 he lighting. knows about lighting yeah. everything's great get home mm-hmm. wife comes home from work uh-huh. walks in the door and it's kind of like a ah! Ah! no reaction i'm like so we went to cult and and told her the whole experience everything she tilts her head and she goes got your hair cut uh, <laughs> after all that she can't even tell i got a haircut. it looks the same i we just look the same is that what happens do we just look the same all the time wow well if you want an honest answer, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Glad I spent... I should just take a weed whacker to oh this thing. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Will you be going back? I mean, the experience was worth it. I'm going back. Only on paydays, though. That's right. <laughs> uh, three pay months. That's when we go. Okay. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. There's something that you can do to uh, make sure that your relationships are happy. <laughs> oh, do tell. And uh, these are all relationships. Oh, Family, like, friends, coworkers. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it may sound like it's not something that you're willing to do or could do <laughs> before you know what it is. Wow. But I can tell you right now that uh, we've done it. Yeah. Okay. You okay, and I have okay. done it. Oh. Okay. I'm sure you've done it at home too, at least once or twice. But apparently, there's a trick called the five to one ratio, and it's the key to keeping everyone happy and satisfied in both personal and professional relationships. I knew there'd be math. Five to one ratio. Okay. What does this mean? Okay. So basically it is for every one negative interaction, you need five positive ones <laughs> to to uh, make sure that things feel okay. Okay. Which, so, I, you know, that makes sense. So the balance has to be overwhelmingly positive. So only, so five to one. So out of six interactions, one of them's bad. Okay. Okay. And if you think about it, it makes sense, right? Because yeah. bad stuff always sort of overshadows the good even when you're looking back on things yeah. it's a lot easier to remember the bad stuff than it is the good stuff so uh unless you're a guy and you're thinking about your ex-girlfriend then all you think about is the good stuff which is wrong uh yeah so five to one so what is a positive what's a negative like a fight yeah if you, okay if you got into a disagreement or a fight there's one thing that you can do to make it all better Okay, so what are what's a positive interaction? Just like it's very simple. It doesn't have to be a major gesture or anything like that. It can be literally something as simple as telling a joke and making the other per- person laugh. Okay. Or a smile. Just a smile Just is a, a positive. Smile. Even when you're angry, even if you know that like there's still a little bit of tension there, smile, okay. laugh it off, you're good. So let me get this right now. Let me just go through the motions here. Uh, a little smile at my wife. Tell her I took out the garbage. Yeah. Uh, make a phone call and take care of some sort of, uh, you know, little thing that we have to do with our lives. You know what I'm talking about? Those kinds of phone calls. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to do that, though. I don't? What else? No. You just have to smile. Okay. Smile five times. Just smile. And then then I can scream, why are you the way you are? <laughs> I would and do then go the, back to smiling. I would do it the other way. I would wait till there is a bad interaction, oh. and then I would start the new interactions 
positively. Okay. I think that's probably the easier way to do it. I don't know if anyone's comforted by the fact that someone might be calculating how many of each of these things they're doing. Well, listen, we've done it before and we're not necessarily calculating, but it's just something good to keep in the back of your mind. Like if you're in the moment and yeah. you're really upset with someone and yes. like you're not getting over it yet, just force that smile, force that smile. And eventually you will just start smiling and it'll it'll go away. The key to happiness is denial. <laughs> it's faking it. Great. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Have you ever felt self-conscious in the bedroom? Hmm. (laughs) Who hasn't? Let's be honest. We've all been there at least once. (laughs) Researchers may have found a solution that helps both men and women feel a little more comfortable in the boudoir when you're about to get it on. Hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you about this thing first, and then you let me know what you think, okay? So, uh, <laughs> I guess they studied the effects of something called kiss peptin on those who are suffering of, with low sex drive and could not be explained by physical or mental health problems. So, couldn't figure out what it was that was really sort of stopping these people from having the best sexual experience they could have. And the result was that they gave them this mental Viagra, which is actually called kiss peptin. And women reported feeling more sexy, hmm. but had less activity in the brain region tied to negative thoughts. So we'll talk about that in a second. That's like the, the fine print there. Uh, and more activity linked to sexual arousal, while men's brains activities suggested they were less self-conscious. Now, <laughs> kispeptin is meant to make both men and women feel less inhibited. Hmm. Which I guess in turn is supposed to make you feel uh, more comfortable. Right. Of course. Inhibitions uh, are sometimes get in the way. Of course, sometimes they're there for a reason. Yeah. So (laughs) what I'm worried about is it's basically like a lobotomy for women. Uh, So we're feeling sexy, but we have absolutely no brain activity that would normally be like, oh, this is not good. Mm. Or that smell is weird. Right. Or uh, like, can you not do that? Or what are you doing? And those thoughts are just gone now. And now we're just laying there like a starfish. Imagine the craziest (laughs) thought you ever had. And that just being like something that immediately is like, cool, let's do that. Yeah, it just gets turned off. It's fine. I mean, this is great for guys. It's it's really quite helpful know, for men. I don't know if it's great for guys, because uh, I don't know if you need to be bringing in extra ideas into <laughs> things. I brought a stuffed animal and some dishwashing gloves. Let's go. <laughs> what is happening? Uh, oh boy. Well, if you uh, are hoping to have the woman think less and the man feel better, then this is this is for you. Kiss peptin discovered in 1996 by scientists in Hershey, Hershey Pencil or Hershey, Philadelphia, I should say, and named after Hershey's kisses. Okay. Uh, which I still think were a better idea. (laughs) The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Pure Country 94. Now, here's what you need to know. Water levels along the Ottawa River expected to rise this week, leading to flooding in several areas. A flood warning has been issued for the lower Ottawa River from Arnprior to Hawkesbury. The river could rise as much as one meter in the next two to three days. Conservation authorities say levels will remain below historic flooding levels seen in 2017 and 2019, though. Uh, the city has, says it has 527,000 empty sandbags at the ready. Okay, so they are prepared. The Public Service Alliance of Canada is officially threatening a strike for 155,000 public servants. Union President Chris Aylward says that if no deal is reached with the federal government by 9 p.m. tonight, all workers will be instructed to walk off the job tomorrow. Elward says talks between the union and treasury board are ongoing, but the two sides remain far apart on wages that keep up with inflation, job security, 
and the return to office policy. Talks also resume Monday between government and 35,000 Canada Revenue Agency employees. And finally, are you jealous of your favorite influencers' Coachella posts? Well, they might not even be there. Musician Lauren Gray says, Many influencers fake going to the iconic music festival. Her TikTok video has already garnered 2.5 million views. She says that these influencers go to California. Yeah, for sure they go there. They stay, stay in an Airbnb, and then they take photos. This is her quote. They don't have wristbands. They just drive their little butts out to the desert, take Instagram photos, make TikToks, get ready with me's, whatever. She says that don't have FOMO if you're following your favorite personality because the influencers you see might not be at the concert. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. All right, before we get to the useless question, I want to uh, do a little shout out. Happy birthday to my guy, Carson. 14 today. That's a big number. You know how it is. 14. This is the year going into grade nine next year. It's all happening all at once. So happy birthday, buddy. We're very proud of you. Love you lots. All right. A kid-centric useless question today. And if you're a parent, you're probably going to get this pretty quickly. 94, 94, 94. Standard rates apply if you know the answer. Uh, or 613-750-9494. Today, playing for $100, a lot of max vouchers. Thank you. We'll take the millions. 59% of kids only pretend to do this when they're supposed to. <laughs> oh, text me that answer. 94, 94, 94. Standard rates may apply. Or 613-750-9494. Your useless question again. 59% of kids only pretend to do this when they're supposed to. <laughs> Selfie and Jeff, the podcast. 59% of kids only pretend to do this when they're supposed to. And here are some of the answers we got. Sleep, brush their teeth, clean their room, eat their vegetables, do their homework. That's a great answer. 59% of kids only pretend to do this when they're supposed to. Make their bed, change their underwear, says Judy. Hey. Eat their lunch. Yeah, you got to wonder how much of that's getting eaten. Or floss is another great answer, but we didn't get the correct answer quite quickly. Kayla Walsh got it. 59% of kids only pretend to wash their hands when they're supposed to. Specifically, wash their hands in the bathroom. All right? Now, I know my guy would never do that. He's a very clean person. Uh, that might be parental bias, but anyway, there you go. Uh, 59% of the kids only pretend to do this when they're supposed to wash their hands in the bathroom. Kayla, congratulations. You have $100 in Lottomax vouchers, and that could spell millions of dollars, which is exactly what you deserve after putting up with your kids. And you shall know the truth. truth, is, truth is. Why don't you tell the people the truth for a change? That's the truth. It's a Text the Truth Tuesday, and today I'm asking for your emba- embarrassing pet stories. They've embarrassed us. We love them, but man, they put us through it, don't they? Oh, man. All right, I'll start with mine, because it's only fair. I have a black, had a black lab named Monty. It was the best. Very well-behaved dog. Extremely well-trained. I worked hard with him. Um, except at certain situations where he just would lose control completely. Um, at my uh, parents' cottage at the time, and um, they had neighbors who were very meticulous about their lawns. <laughs> and there were some Canadian geese on the lawn uh, next to my parents. Uh, the more stickler of the neighbors, of course. The more picky, uh, less happy neighbors. And he went for it. And all the 
Geese flew away, and then I just called him back because I thought he would just turn around. Nope, full zoomies after that, literally doing circles, tearing, like, ripping bits of grass out and, like, leaving carnage all over the neighbor's lawn. Um, Pretty embarrassing. Pretty darn embarrassing. It was not great. Uh, you've already come in with some great embarrassing pet stories. 94, 94, 94. Standard rates may apply. I have a yellow lab. This is a text. I have a yellow lab that is, of course, food obsessed. We meet people and he's sniffing for food and inevitably he sniffs their crotch. So embarrassing. We have a crotch sniffer on our hands here. I don't even know that that's that embarrassing. I mean, it happens. But, uh, yeah, that it's not great. Not if they're forceful with the nose. Uh, this text from Cornwall, my cat would chew the shoelaces of my guests and naturally the shoes would be expensive, leaving me scrambling to try and find suitable replacements later that week. This is epic. A text that says my dog ate a pair of my underwear and threw it up while we were waiting at my daughter's bus stop. Welcome home. (laughs) Uh, After doing a poop, my dog used to sit on concrete sidewalks and slowly scooch his butt along while staring at me, smiling and drooling. So weird. LOL. That's the only dog I've ever heard of wiping. It's pretty great. And embarrassing pet stories at 94, 94, 94. This text, I was on a first date. We came back to my place to have a drink and the dog was rubbing his bum all over the carpet in front of us. That's from Jennifer. Jennifer, if he can get through the butt scooch, he's a keeper. Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. It is a text the truth Tuesday. Embarrassing pet stories. Oh, oh, they're coming in. 94, 94, 94. Santa rates may apply. Uh, good morning, Jeff. My best friend in BC had a chocolate lab named Hogan. We took him to the beach one day, and as a gentleman was sitting sunbathing, bathing, Hogan walked up, lifted his leg, and peed all over his back. I thought it was hysterical. However, my friend was mortified. He did not find it as the guy did not find it as funny either. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Sharon with me, 94, 94, 94. I don't know if we'll top this one. I got three doodles and brought them home, this text says. And they ran immediately through a hole in my fence. And I was looking everywhere for them. I didn't know they had gone through the fence. Looked up and saw them looking at me through my neighbor's window inside their house. Must have run in through the dog door. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. podcast. Embarrassing pet stories on this Text the Truth Tuesday. It's a fun one because, well, pets are funny. How about this one? My husky named Artful Dodger snapped the chain he was tied to in the yard and got loose. I didn't notice until I heard this loud noise in the street. I went to see where the noise was coming from when I saw my dog had gone to a nearby yard and the piece of broken chain still attached to his collar had gotten stuck on a neighbor's patio table with umbrella attached, my husky pulled the whole thing down the middle of the street on his way back home. <laughs> that would make a racket. Oh, boy. This person, I went to Canadian Tire with my boyfriend, had bought my brought my golden retriever. We were looking around and shopping. I had our dog on a leash, obviously. He took a poop right in the middle of the checkout aisle, says Brianna. The pooping. Yeah. And no matter how well-trained your dog is, they'll poop exactly where you don't need them to. Um... This text from Cornwall, my Boston Terrier and I were visiting a friend who wanted to show me her new bedspread and how she redecorated her room. Kiss of death, right? My dog jumped on the bed and pooped right away. (laughs) So embarrassing. Oh, my God. 
Lord. We got a new puppy. He loves sitting in boxes. My mom was packing for her first ever work conference, and the puppy would sleep in her suitcase. Aw. Well, one day he peed in it, and my mom never noticed and zipped it up. When she got to the conference, all her clothes were stained and reeked of dog pee. (laughs) Signed, Wilson. (laughs) Oh my gosh, too funny. Uh, hi, Jeff. You're asking for impe- embarrassing pet stories today. My dog was has picked up the habit of chewing her log really loudly only during my video calls. Never at any other time. Only during meetings. It's like she needs to make noise at the same time as me. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Embarrassing pet stories this morning. And man, they're killing me. A lot of dog stories. The dogs are more embarrassing than cats. I think we've learned this already. Uh, this one says, and I don't know how you know this, he must have been very open with you, but this uh, text says, my husband had an encounter where he brought home a girl, typical bachelor lifestyle, he just had a mattress on the floor, no bed frame at all. Wow, what a catch. So it was pretty easy for the dog to hop on the bed without anybody noticing. PG version, the dog got to second or third base, depending on how you look at it, before he did. Needless to say, she put her clothes on and ran, LOL. Okay, all right, this text, by the way, you can text us if you have an embarrassing pet story, 949494, standard rate supply. This one, pretty simple. Poop, Roomba, enough said. Yeah, that's you. Mm. Uh, this one says, live beside a real piece of work, brother-in-law. <laughs> my German shepherd, Taz, walked into his garage with my husband and a bunch of guys having beers. Taz proudly dropped an enormous gag year, gag you poop. In other words, one that smells really bad. Best dog ever, says Judy. Well. Wow. That's not embarrassing then, is it, Judy? Your dog's on your side. Uh, this text at 94, 94, 94, our dog jumped on into a stranger's car. He was ready for a road trip. What a surprise it was for them. Oh, boy. So we get a lot of representation from labs. I'm not surprised I had one. Uh, they are embarrassing at times. And huskies. Now, where are my pugs at? You know what I mean? Where, where are the Aussie shepherds? Uh, where are the border collies? <laughs> Let us know at 94, 94, 94. Or if you have an embarrassing cat story or gerbil, I don't know. Whatever it is, let us know. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Steve Adams of Valmont is ready to play the $1,000 Minute. Here we go. Ten questions, one minute. If you get them all right, it's 1000 bucks. We did it yesterday, Dave. Do you think you can do it today? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, wow, the I've confidence. Had, I've, I've been through before, but I've never gotten very good. Okay, well, we'll see what we can do here, Dave. Uh, here's the deal. Since you know that I'll just run through it really quickly. It's a thousand bucks if you get them all right in sixty seconds. If you don't, it's ten dollars for every question you do get correct. You can pass, and we'll come back to something if you don't know, but only if there's time. And the first thing you say is the answer I have to accept. Are you ready to play your thousand dollar minute, Dave Adams? I'm ready. Here we go. In three, two, one. Which union is threatening a strike tomorrow? Uh, cup, cup W. Who wrote the play King Lear? Shakespeare. What is the animal associated with the sign cancer? Uh, crab. How many points on the Star of David? Six. Who sings the intro to Sunday Night NFL Football? Uh, pass. What province is Churchill in? Manitoba. How many hours are there in two days? 48. To the nearest hour, what time is it in Vancouver? Uh, 5 a.m. Who invented the telephone? Uh, Alexander Graham Bell. Which celebrity star- started the Fenty fashion brand? Uh, pass. Who sings the intro to NFL's <laughs> Sunday Night Football? <laughs> I'm done on both of these. I have no idea. Well, let's pick a country star. Uh, Carrie Underwood. Okay, and which celebrity started the Fenty fashion brand? Pick a... 
Sorry. Oh, it's too late. We're out of time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel, Dave? You feel all right? What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking, I don't know, six, I think. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> let's see if you did any better. Okay. Which union is threatening, uh, threatening a strike tomorrow? You said Cup W. It's PSAC or uh, Public Service right. Alliance of Canada. Right. Uh, who wrote the play King Lear? Shakespeare's right. What animal is associated with sign cancer? You knew it was crab. How many points on the star, David? Yes, six. Who sings the intro to NFL's Sunday Night Football? I said, just throw out a country star. You said Carrie Underwood. That's right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you can't go wrong with Carrie Underwood. You can't you ever, that. really. What province is Churchill in? Yes, Manitoba. How many hours are there in two days? 48 is correct. To the nearest hour. What time is it in Vancouver? 5 a.m. is correct. Who invented the telephone? Alexander Graham Bell. That seems pretty dang good. Yep. Which celebrity started the Fenty fashion brand? If you had to just throw out any like pop star, who would you say? Uh, I have no idea. Like, zero idea. <laughs> All right. Well, it's Rihanna. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so better okay, than I've heard of her. You, yeah, I thought you might have. Yeah. 80 bucks, Dave. Nice job. Nice. Thank you. Listen for your next chance to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute. Tomorrow morning at 8 on The Morning Pickup. Selfie and Jeff. The podcast. Today on the tech, on Texas Truth Tuesday, asking you embarrassing pet stories. Dogs, cats, whatever you got. Uh, a lot of dogs here because dogs are embarrassing, obviously. Uh, lab we have stayed at a friend's place. Advised said friend to make sure they put the lock on the kennel if they leave. They did not. Theo got out and along with their lab proceeded to play, running through the house, tore the screen door out to the kiddie pool, through the garden, doing laps through the house, water, mud everywhere. The two dogs also ate the pizza on the counter. LMAO. <laughs> hey, man, they didn't follow advice. I don't even know if that's embarrassing. Maybe it's embarrassing for them. This one says, as a kid, we decided to have a camping night with an air mattress in the living room. Our new rescue dog decided right next to my pillow was a great place to drop a bomb. So I woke up to a face full of poop. I shoot it onto the floor as my dad passed and he stepped in it. Oops. Embarrassing. Our dog welcomes people to our house by jumping up and kicking men in the balls. That is embarrassing. And maybe you want to train that out, huh? <laughs> oh, good, a cat story. My cat is scared of everything. The grass, the leaves. And when she goes outside, uh, oh, yes, okay, the grass and the leaves when she goes outside. And you go get her when she's outside. She forgets who you are and tries to attack you. Or, I don't know, she's trying to escape the prison that is your home. Just a thought. I'm just kidding. I'm just totally teasing. All right. This one says, just yesterday, my boyfriend was walking our dog. And as he stopped to talk to the elderly neighbor, the dog pooped right in front of him on his lawn. That's the worst, man. You're going to scoop it, but still, they're pooping on their lawn. This one says, when I first started dating after my husband passed any passed away, any man that I invited over to my house, I would have to put his shoes on a chair because my male schnauzer would pee in their shoes, says Kelly. That's because your schnauzer is a man's best friend. He's looking out for his bro, even though he had passed. Aw, that's actually super cute. Really? Selfie and Jeff, the podcast. This text, I was visiting my boyfriend's family for the first time around Christmas season, was told it was okay to bring the dog. Once we got there, the first thing the dog did was lift his leg on the Christmas tree. Thankfully, everybody laughed except me. Good thing there were no presents under the tree. Hmm. Another text, several years ago, we had a family gathering for Thanksgiving. The table was all set with food and cutlery, but the family wasn't in the dining room at the time. This spells trouble. While we were distracted mingling with each other, one of my dogs came upstairs and stole the whole turkey, leaving everything in its place except the turkey. He had moved it onto the floor and ate the whole thing. You can't blame a guy. You get hungry. I mean, it's all cooked and sitting there. You're not eating it. He thinks you don't want it. Hey, we got a cat story here. My sister was on a first date. They were sitting in the living room just before heading out. My cat came into the room playing with his toy. 
He was so cute, and they were so entertained, until he brought his toy to my sister's date's hand. As the new boyfriend held it, my sister was mortified to discover the cat had just handed her over her Tampax plastic cover taken from the wastebasket. Carol and Tiff the cat signed that text. <laughs> How about this? In Perth, we live out in the country. We have free-range chickens. One day, our friend came over to borrow our truck. Truck. He left, and about 10 minutes later was back. One of the chickens hopped in the truck with him. Fast dash, you know? Got to get out of there. Oh, my gosh. Female Aussie Shepherd named Echo, or as I like to call her, Crotch Sniffer. When meeting someone for the first time, goes for the money shot, sticks her nose right into your crotch, and not a light touch, she gets right in there. Oh, man. Uh, my cat is obsessed with my webcam. It doesn't matter who I'm on a call with. She magically appears and tries to get in front of the camera at all costs. Yeah, but everyone thinks that's super cute. I don't know if it's embarrassing. Like, that just makes a meeting better, doesn't it? I <laughs> uh, will finish with this one because I love it. It's a different pet. I had a black pot belly pig when my brother-in-law paid, uh, played on the floor, uh, got on the floor to play with him. And no, nope. I'm going to start that over because uh, sometimes text to speech is a little off. All right, here we go. I had a black pot belly pig when my brother-in-law got on the floor to play with the kids. Wilbur got very attracted to him. It was quite a sight. <laughs> Embarrassing pet stories are always so great. Fun for us, mortifying for you. Thanks for getting in on a Text of Truth Tuesday today. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Okay, here we go. We want to play the Airbnb Price is Right. Here's uh, what you're playing for. Four-pack of tickets to the Ottawa Cottage Life and Backyard Show at the EY Center this Friday to Sunday. Love this. If you want tickets, shows.cottagelife.com. But maybe you can win them right here. We're going to play Airbnb Price is Right. Now, because this is the Cottage Life uh, show, I'm going to pick a cottage, an Ontario cottage off of Airbnb, and you tell me how much it is per night. I need you to get the exact price. Now, we'll go higher and lower as you get into this, okay? So you'll say whatever. Let's say you say $10,000 a night. I'll say, no, it's lower than that, and we'll narrow it down until somebody wins. 613-750-9494. Let me explain it to you. It's in North Frontenac. It's a waterfront cabin professionally designed to be more than the traditional cottage. It's got lofted ceiling with lots of natural light, king and queen size ND mattresses, full hotel style bedding with HBC and Pendleton blankets included. Abundant nature surrounds you. Uh, so it's two and a half acres on the lakefront, south facing, absolutely beautiful. Uh, there's a sauna on as well. Um, what else does it do? It uh, can take 10 guests, four bedrooms, seven beds, two baths. Okay, so four bedrooms, two baths. Lakefront, North Frontenac. How much per night is that? 613-750-9494. We'll go higher and lower on Airbnb prices, right? Good luck. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. The Airbnb prices, right? What a fun game. You tell me how much per night this waterfront property is. We're doing cottage fizz because four pack of tickets to the Ottawa Cottage Life and Backyard Show at the EY Center this Friday through Sunday is up for grabs. And... Uh, it is a cottage in North Frontenac with four bedrooms, uh, two baths, sleeps 10, and has a sauna, is totally loaded. So I'm wondering, uh, June, July, and August, I should mention as well, wondering how much you think it is per night. We'll go higher and lower until we get the exact price per night on this, okay? Here we go. Let's go to the phones. Pure Country, what do you think? Uh, 569. Higher than that, okay? Higher than 569. Okay. Try again. Your country, what's your guess? It's higher than 569. 625. 625, lower than 625, okay? 
Okay. Try again. Pure Country, we've already narrowed it down quite a bit. The price per night is higher than five sixty nine and lower than six twenty five. What's your guess? Five ninety nine. Oh. $5.99. It is lower than five ninety nine. Okay? Okay. Try again. Pure Country, it is lower than five or it is lower than five ninety nine, higher than five sixty nine. Hello? Hi. Did you hear anything yes. I said? Yes, my answer is 572. 572. It is higher than 572. Try again. Thanks. Thanks. Pure country, it is higher than 572, lower than 599. What's your guess? 5899. Sorry? Uh, 5899. 5899 a, a night? Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, it, I, I missed some of the. <laughs> I missed some of oh, the it's higher than five seventy two, lower than five ninety nine, a night. Higher than five ninety two. No. Oh, a night. Okay, five ninety two. Sorry, can you say that again? I can this time. You ready? Higher, yes. higher than five hundred and seventy two dollars a night, lower than five hundred and ninety nine dollars a night. Okay, so I'm gonna go five ninety. It is lower than that. All right, try again. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Selfie and Jeff, the podcast. Pure Country 94, we're playing Airbnb Price is Right, trying to narrow down this four-bedroom, two-bath waterfront property in Frontenac with sauna and everything. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. So uh, we've got a range, and we're going to try and narrow it down until somebody gets it right. Playing for four-pack of tickets to Ottawa Cottage Life and Backyard Show at the EY Center Friday through Sunday. Let's go. Pure country, higher than 572, lower than 599. 584. Lower than 584. Oh, my God. Try again. Thanks. Pure country, it is higher than 572, lower than 584. I'm going with uh, 579. It is higher than 579. We're getting close now. Try again. Pure country, we're very close. It is lower than 584, higher than 579. 585. Nope, try again. Pure country, here's your range. It's very close. Higher than 579, lower than 584. 589. Nope, try again, thanks. Pure country, higher than 579, lower than 584. 581. It is higher than 581. We are very close. Try again, thanks. Pure country. Lower than 584, higher than 581. 589. No, no, try again. Thanks. Oh, this is a fun game uh, for me especially. Okay, here's your range. This is an entire cabin that you get to take in uh, June, July, or August, sometime in there. Uh, Four bedroom, two bath, waterfront, in Frontenac. Airbnb price is right. This is our range now. You got to get the exact price per night. Higher than 581, lower than 584. We'll continue it after the break. Good luck. Come on. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. All right, playing the Airbnb Price is Right. This time it's the Cottage Edition because we're giving away a four-pack of tickets to the Ottawa Cottage Life and Backyard Show at the EY Center Friday through Sunday. If you want tickets, shows.cottagelife.com. Hey, you got to tell me how much per night this beautiful Frontenac Lakeside Cabin Retreat with sauna is. It is uh, four bedrooms, two baths, sleeps 10 absolutely gorgeous on like 2.5 acres okay let's see the range is very small see if we can finally get a winner here pure country 94 the range is 581 higher than 581 and lower than 584 what do you think it is 582 what's your name jose 
Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Okay, look, you can judge McDonald's, but I don't think you can really um, deny McDonald's has a little something going. It's been going forever, and I like the McDonald's. <laughs> I like it a lot, okay? Delicious. I try not to do it too often because, you know, try not to be at a, trying to somewhat be healthy. I, you know, I know it doesn't look like it, but I'm trying something anyway. But... McDonald's is going to switch things up, which is dangerous, if you ask me. Well, living dangerously. McDonald's is changing its burgers, including their Big Mac recipe. Can't believe Sophie's not here for this, but this is a big one. Now, McD's claims all the changes will make their burgers better, and fans should be excited. Here's what they're doing. The Big Mac is getting more Big Mac sauce. Okay. A writer for People Magazine tried it. Says She says it makes it more like a messy pub burger than a, quote, run-of-the-mill drive through thing. So I don't know if that means that she liked it better or not. But anyway, the buns on all their burgers are changing. They'll be softer than before. McDonald's describes them as pillowy buns that are freshly toasted to a golden brown. And their cheese will be meltier. It's not clear if they're changing the type of cheese or just melting it more. But yeah, if you ever got a burger and you like you get and it's just like a piece of cheese just slapped on there, you're like, oh, be better if this were melted. Now, this is one thing I've been waiting for forever because I don't like raw onions. Now, the onions, instead of just tossing them on at the end, McDonald's is going to add them to the burgers on the grill to create a more caramelized flavor. Now that's exciting. Um, and remember, this is for all their burgers, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, double burgers, and McDoubles. And now they're going to basically do their whole core burger menu and they're rolling it out on the West coast of the States right now. However, early next year, it'll be everywhere. So look out McDonald's changing their burgers. I wonder, uh, wonder how this will work out for them. (laughs) Oh, wonder if we'll be saying I'm loving it. Or will this be a marketing disaster and they'll have to go back? I'm not sure. What do you think? Should you mess with perfection? Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Say it ain't so, please. Our favorite show is in big trouble. There are new reports of major issues on the set of Yellowstone. And if you're a fan, you're not going to want to hear this. Ugh, it does not sound good. So-called sources are saying that the show will end after the second half of season five. Why? Because Kevin Costner cannot get along with the show's creator, Taylor Sheridan. Now, I've been hearing some bubbling under things about this, reading about it quite a bit. This, uh, it's so many times you hear the same rumor, it, eventually you start to give it a little credence anyway. Now, it, it, according to some, it's not Kevin's fault. A so-called insider, again, says, quote, Taylor is the star of his show. He's the most important person on all of his shows. And that kind of rings true because Taylor Sheridan shows up a lot in Yellowstone. For a show creator, he's in the show a lot. You know, on the, in, on the horses, doing all of the 
running to this triple six ranch, all of that. Now, the first half of season five ended in January. There's no word when the second half will air or even when it'll start filming. So, you know, it's in trouble. Yellowstone is in trouble. I say get him in a room with Rip and he gives him an ultimatum. Make up or we head to the train station. Problem solved. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Well, that's that. It was a fun one today. Um, Good times. We talked about McDonald's. Changing up their burger recipes. They're going to fry their onions now before they put them on the burger, not just slap on some nasty raw onions. That's my opinion, of course, that they're nasty. (laughs) That's all uh, starting here probably next year, early next year. Um, Softer buns, meltier cheese. It all sounds good to me. I'll take it. (laughs) We also talked about the fact that Yellowstone, the show, is in danger over egos. Oh, man. The showrunner Taylor Sheridan and Kevin Costner clashing, apparently. So that's in danger. I don't like that news anyway um so we'll keep an eye on it for you of course because it's all of our favorite shows you know how it is all right um and we gave away a four pack of tickets to the ottawa cottage life and backyard show with airbnb prices right we'll do that again tomorrow because it's fun it's a brainless higher lower game right just like the price is right so we'll give you uh tickets to the ottawa cottage life and backyard show if you want to just buy them and skip all the hoopla show shows.cottagelife.com Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.